It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Hello. Hey, Norm. Hey, Bert. I, hey, hold on a second. We had a little technical glitch there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I, I'm like, wait. I'm for I, for some reason, it glitched out, but the screen didn't update. So I'm like, where is Norm? I just sent you a text. And anyway, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Okay. It's time for money for lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back, everybody. I am excited today on the show, lawyer Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers selected as one of the top, of one of the top attorneys in Southern California. Also, in 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back. Nice to be back, Bert. Good, good to hear your voice again. And uh, here we go into the fall, and um, hopefully uh, we'll see where we end up. Um, you know, one of the things that's uh, really uh, troubling me in this um, adversarial system we now live in between the uh, Democrats and the Republicans is the fact that the workers are getting uh, the very, very short end of the stick, as, as are the taxpayers. So I, let me see if I can um, clear this up for you. Just, just today they announced that uh, three uh, American economists uh, won the Nobel uh, Prize in Economics um, for their study of whether or not raising the minimum wage adversely affects the number of employees uh, that companies will have. And they did an exhaustive study uh, going back to uh, 1993 of um, uh, fast food workers in uh, New Jersey where they raised the minimum wage versus fast food workers in Pennsylvania where they didn't. And there was absolutely no reduction in employees um, in, in New Jersey versus Pennsylvania. So we can put to bed that myth, uh, which has been debunked by um, not only the economists of, of this country, but economists of the world. And um, so we no longer have to deal with uh, that uh, old uh, lie that we've been get, getting, oh, we can't raise minimum wage because the companies will hire less employees. That doesn't work. So I want you to, you know, we don't have to hear that anymore, and we, we need to really get our arms around raising the minimum wage. Absolutely. You know what, and, and, and this is something that uh, uh, people need to understand, that both you and I, run a small business. And as, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, one of our uh, duties is to keep our costs as low as possible and, and, and try to raise our profits as much as possible. But I think what we are also 
when I say we in this case, me and you are also aware, uh, you know, that there's there is such a thing as capitalism with a conscience. And you, and I'm going to pick on on Walmart uh, and just simply because uh, not not only Walmart, but I think Wells Fargo does this. They they are so focused on on that profit. They're so focused on on the stockholders that they simply uh, do whatever they can to cut uh, labor costs. And, and, and the main thing that they do uh, is uh, they, they uh, hire people and only allow them to work for 35 hours a week. Therefore, they're not paying overtime. Therefore, they're not paying uh, medical benefits. And, and on top of that, their salaries aren't very competitive, especially in the, you know, again, picking on Walmart. Uh, I think there's an, uh, several articles that have documented the fact that a lot of Walmart employees, when I say a lot, like I think it's like 25% of Walmart employees who work, for, uh, who work their 35 hours at Walmart have to have a second job or have to have government uh, assistance to pay for their bills. And here's a multi-billion dollar company that if I was the government, I would just turn around and send them a bill because what they're doing, I think, overall hurts the economy. It, it hurts morale. And it's, it's not it's, – long term, it's not good for business. Right. And which, you know, here, here's – let's just see if we can focus – and uh, you know what we have right now in this country, we have a minimum wage of seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. If you work forty hours a week, you, they pay you a grand total before any deductions of two hundred ninety dollars times fifty-two weeks. That's fifteen thousand dollars a year. That's what people. That's what companies have to pay uh, if their state doesn't have a higher minimum wage. No one can live on fifteen thousand dollars a year. Then even if you go uh, to um, $15 an hour, that's $30,000 a year. That's a few thousand dollars above the, the poverty level. Really, uh, what we're headed for, what we, where we need to go, we need to go to $25 an hour. That's where we're headed. And Bank of America just recognized this. They have announced that uh, as of this year, uh, 2021, their minimum wage will be $21. It'll go up a dollar a year until 2025 when the, all, uh, the minimum salary for tellers in Bank of America across the country, and this is a North Carolina-located um, um, corporation, will be uh, $50,000. So if you have a wife and a husband working, that's $100,000 a year. That's something that, that they can live on. Right now, with the minimum wages where they are across the country, who is picking up the tab for supporting these people? They have to have food. They have to have clothing. They have to have housing. They have to have child care. They have to have health care. Who's supporting it is the taxpayers across the country. We're all supporting and subsidizing corporate America. I don't know if, if everybody would just wake up and understand this because you don't need uh, all of these subsidies if you raise the minimum wage to $25 an hour uh, you know, over a couple of years like Bank of America did. You don't need all us 
the taxpayer, subsidizing all of the needs of, of Americans uh, who don't have the needs because corporate America won't pay it. And so this is really a battle between, as we said, the Republicans supporting corporate America and the Democrats uh, supporting labor. Now, the Democrats, of course, have gone on the progressive side off the rails, and they've fallen into the Republican trap and saying, oh, well, these people can't live. Uh, they don't have enough money to live on, so we're going to subsidize everything and raise all everyone's taxes. That's wrong thinking. What you want to do is what they didn't do. The one thing they didn't pass is raising the minimum wage and end the subsidies for corporate America. In California, the fifth largest economy in the world, the economy's booming. Why? Because here we already have a minimum wage of $15 and we're going up. And so it ends the subsidies. And it needs to be higher, yes, but $15 an hour is a start. But we have to think in terms of who is benefiting by these lower minimum wages? The beneficiaries are corporate America. That's why in the end, as, as bad as it may seem, uh, the way they're handling it now, is you have to vote for Democrats because at least uh, they, they have the thought process for ending the subsidies for corporate America in terms of wages. Right. And... And again, we're talking about wealthy companies that are highly profitable. We're talking multi-billion-dollar companies that are getting these outrageous subsidiaries, subsidies. I'm sorry, that you know that, that let's say a small company like like you and I, you know, we can't even we can't even get in that line. Uh, you know, so talk about not about uh, an uneven or unfair playing field. Here's a here's a, a super wealthy company getting all the breaks, and and again, uh, they're not passing those breaks on to you know to the employees. So it's it's a lose lose all the way around. And, you know, and it's all started a while back when we we passed our manufacturing jobs overseas uh, because oh well you know they 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 can produce it cheaper. That wasn't the point. The point was we should keep the jobs in this country because it can be produced at home and support our workers. That's what the Germans did. That's what we, and they, they've been, they managed to be successful with this process. They, every, they have high wages for everybody that works. And Bank of America, a teller's job at Bank of America, with the way uh, our youth are trained today, Everybody can work a computer. Everybody can work a keyboard. It's something that is, is a job that's available for everyone uh, with a, a high school and, and some uh, a college education. Uh, so this is something that, that people are going to take. And what's left behind are, is the restaurant industry, and they need to catch up. We need to be paying uh, more for our food and, and services at restaurants and the employees need to be getting a living wage at these restaurants. That's why they're all closing down is, is because, you know, they can't find employees that are going to work at these ridiculously low wages. Right. You know what? And, so uh, just uh, a while back, uh, we went to Hawaii, 
and just about every restaurant we went to, they had a, a help wanted sign. And and the first thing they tell us is, hey, you know, we're short staffed. Uh, things are running slow because we're short staffed. And most of them are posting these uh, on their help wanted. They post on there how much they're going to pay. And they're paying between 13 and $14 an hour, which is okay, except for Hawaii is one of the most expensive places to live in the United States. And 14, 15 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour, you're still you're still in poverty over there. You have no, you know, you, what you can rent for 20 bucks an hour, uh, that that's roughly 40 grand a year. You know, you're going to spend about half of that just on your rent, and that's on the poor side of Hawaii. If you go to the the the, the more affluent side of Hawaii, you're you're basically looking at rent. A comparable to what you'll find in California, and and, and you're looking at three thousand dollars a month for a two-bedroom apartment. So, and, and and I don't blame some of these employees for saying, "Hey, I'm the, I'm just not going to put up with that." Yeah, and and you know we have this uh, homeless problem in California now, and you've you've hit it, the nail on the head is. Well, they can't afford a place to live on what they're making if they have a job at all. Now, there's an, there's an issue there because, you know, in that group are uh, persons with uh, mental issues and drug issues and uh, just generally um, laziness issues. And so you have all of that going together and you have these homeless people. Now, all of a sudden, you, set, you put together the support system. What you should be putting together is, okay, Here's $25 an hour. Here's a job for $25 an hour, and here's a place to stay, and here's the rent you're going to pay, and here's the subsidy you're going to get until you get on your feet, and then put these people back to work. That's where where the whole issue goes because rich people getting richer, as it is in this economy now, is, is not going to increase spending because a person with money can only spend so much. And we've talked about the velocity of money. We need to put the money in the hands of people that will spend all of it. And that's why we need to raise the minimum wages and we need to get people back to work who are out of the system. In in handling the homeless, those that can work should work and jobs should be provided for them. And you know, they provide jobs. They do a good job now in California for people coming out of prison, of providing them with jobs and a, a, a fresh start across the board in the state. And the same thing should be with the homeless, providing them with the fresh start and jobs. They just don't know where to go or where to look or how to, to get there. But in California right now, restaurants are not open Mondays and Tuesdays anymore because they just can't hire the additional staff uh, to, to work because they, they don't want to pay and they don't want to raise their prices because they right. can't compete with, with the fast food chains. They just can't do it. So you're seeing a, a massive closure uh, of restaurants uh, because they can't compete because people don't have money to, to go out to eat like they used to. Right, yeah, and, and again... Look, 
uh, you said at the, beginning, at the top of the show that we have an adversarial system, and I think that's great. It's part of the checks and balances uh, in some cases. But, again, I think that if you are going to have an employee and that employee cannot pay their bills, then there's something broken in the system. You know, you should not you – should, you should not be working 40 hours a week uh, and still not be able to afford to live. There is something broken. Right. And and what's happening is the system is now corrupt. You have all these delivery drivers who are making under minimum wage because they they treat them as independent contractors and they have to pay for their, you know, uh, vehicles and insurance and they don't have workers compensation uh, protection. They don't have any of these things. And they're out there working, you know, by the time they pay all their expenses and their self-employment taxes, if any, they have nothing left. They're in the right. hole. They're, I mean, they're making less than minimum wage. And so California, we're trying to protect these delivery uh, drivers and, uh, you know, Uber and Lyft and, and DoorDash. But it's a difficult process because people still want cheap delivery and, uh, you know, at their door. And uh, they aren't willing to understand that, we, you know, you have to pay for it. And this is where the laws need to pr- protect everybody. This redistribution of wealth system um, is a poor substitute for an increase in uh, wages across the board. And wages across the board will put money in the pocket of people in the hands that will spend it and that way, okay, your prices are going to go up, but they should have gone up a long time ago. Prices have gone up for housing but they, but, and for food, but at the same time, prices have not gone up for wages. And that's right. really so, where the big problem is. Yeah, so, so to add to that list, besides the houses and the food, uh, you have gasoline, you have uh, education, education. Uh, y- y- Everything, everything has gone up, but wages, and it, it is just crazy. Uh, the the average newlywed couple, young newlywed couple, cannot afford to buy a starter house because they have gotten out of control. Yeah, there's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg. Um, I mean, we need to put money in the hands of people that will spend it. We don't need to subsidize them. Uh, with, you know, child care, sure. Insurance, great. But at some point in time, this, there's so many subsidies that it takes away the incentive to work. What we need to do is, is raise the minimum wage, get people back to work, and when you do that, everybody, a rising tide will float all ships. And you, and you just... The country just needs to do what California is doing, which is is exactly that. And eventually, we will get all of these homeless people off the streets, because right now they're they're handling that situation not with the police force, but with a peace force. I mean, they're taking uh, social workers out there to handle the situations on a you know person by person basis. I don't know. At the end of the day. They may have to reopen some of these uh, closed military bases and some of these pe- folks that just don't want to work and have mental health issues, 
need to be in, in a place where they can uh, have some uh, 24-hour type assistance. That's that's where it really needs to be. They don't need to be uh, left in the street. And that's something that we can handle and something where money should be spent to uh, help the homeless get back on their feet and to the extent that they have mental health and, um, and you know, uh, drug abuse issues, they, sh- they should be uh, helped. We need to do that. That's, that's where we have to put our compassion yes. and, and get back. Our compassion doesn't need to be with corporate America. Oh, well, you know. These guys, these companies can't make it unless they have cheap labor. That is the misconception. The companies can't make it because we have cheap labor. It's it's the opposite. Once we pay people more, people will spend more. The company the companies will make more. And until we we change the paradigm, we are stuck with in this terrible situation where we have these low wages, homeless people. Um, subsidized uh, uh, people, and they they can't be independent because the wages aren't there for these uh, starter jobs. Yeah, and 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 I think uh, uh, what do you call it? I mentioned this before, uh, you know, a long time ago. Uh, the reason, the reason uh, that these fad fast food chains, and, and, re- and really the reason why these companies get away with paying so much so little is because our government allows it and the reason our government allows it is because these big corporations have the the wherewithal to uh to put pressure on the politicians now in europe the average mcdonald employee gets uh gets paid 23 dollars an hour i believe and receives full benefits, I think, after the first 30 days or something like that. And I think that's the way it should be. It, you know, again, it's, it's what is the point of having an employee who is miserable, who is just feeling abused? That employee, first of all, probably won't last. Second of all, they're going to that, – that negative attitude is going to uh, permeate or transfer to other employees as well as customers. And we've all been to a, a company where the minute you walk in, there's tension in the air. You can barely find anybody to help you. And that's what you get when you hire somebody for seven, 10, 12 bucks an hour. Yeah. And then they, they shave, they have them start early off the clock. They have them stay late off the clock. They have them miss their meal breaks. They have them miss their rest breaks. And that's the kind of, we see this all the time. This is the kind of business I am. There's all these ways to, to have less, what they're called FTEs, full-time equivalents. They don't even call them employees to have less people working for more hours and paying less. So you have these situations in California that exist and I'm sure they exist in other states too and this this is what has to stop all of it i mean this the focus has to be on getting more money in the hands of people that will spend it and giving them jobs whereby it's created and people who work in, at mcdonald's should have a minimum uh, a minimum wage that's a living wage and fifteen dollars is not going to cut it anymore 
I'm sorry, no. folks. I mean, it's just not going to cut it. We need to be working towards, just like Bank of America, that sets the example, and I'm going to give them more credit here because they should have it, and, and announcing they're going to go from $21 an hour now to $25 an hour by uh, 2025. And the same thing should be with McDonald's and all the other fast food restaurants. They should have the same thing and provide benefits so that we don't have to have all of the subsidies that the taxpayers are paying. We, we don't have to. We can, can change the paradigm this way. And these people will spend, they'll put all this money back into the economy, I promise you. And in California, they uh, just passed a state law where the, it's going to be basically the end of the uh, single-family construction. Uh, people that have a home on a, a lot, they're going to now, across uh, the state, four, there can be four houses on that lot, you know, four living units. So that's going to cut, you know, allow a substantial increase in houses available for living and keep the prices down through the market system. So that's where we're headed just by a change in the law allowing this construction. And developers are already taking advantage of that. They're buying up single-family residents and uh, putting up um, four units uh, on, on the lots now. So that's what we're seeing. And, and you know, hopefully the, the laborers there will be making $25 an hour to, for this construction. And uh, they'll be able to re have more rental units and rental prices can stabilize. Right. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be uh, glorious because uh, and I think it's smart that California did that because uh, it, it's so hard to find affordable housing in California. And and and, and just and that's the same way in places like New York and the same place as I mentioned earlier Hawaii and some of these other thing, uh, uh cities and it's going to uh you'll see, I believe that other cities will follow suit. Yeah, you have to have, I mean, the living space is because of the increase in population in places where people want to live because they have jobs there um, is going to be smaller. And uh, you're going to get um, less for your uh, the amount of money you're going to pay for rent, but you will have your own, you know, living unit. Uh, you um, you'll be able to live uh, with a family, but in you know, smaller spaces. That's what you're going to see. But the, the prices will be such that it'll be profitable for developers to put up these um, uh, these smaller units, and uh, you won't you won't see these uh, construction of you know single family homes that much anymore. It's just it's going to be uh, it, it'll still exist, but it's going to be seen a lot less in, in California. Absolutely. Absolutely. Norm, thank you so much for stopping by. Always good to have you here, my friend. Good stuff and uh, looking forward to catching up with you soon. Okay, Bert. You have a great one. Take care. You bet. Good stuff there from lawyer Norm Blumenthal. If you uh, want to reach out to Norm, if you have questions about wages, if you have questions about employment law, you can go to BAMLawCA.com, BAMLawCA.com, and Norm and his team will point you in the right direction. As always, my friends, Let's share this episode with everyone you know. Uh, if you like what you heard, let me know. If you don't like what you heard, let me know. Uh, always interested to find out what you guys are thinking. As always, remember you. 
were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. <laughs>